Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I eat pizza. All by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. question it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to top what we did last week because yeah. I, I don't know about you nick i left that episode going oh that was interesting that was fun we laughed we laughed when it happened and then and then the response to the i ate the pizza nobody else ate, ate, ate the pizza and you acknowledging during that calling it out that it sounded like the little caesar's ad which i think I might have been thinking too, but I didn't even consider verbalizing. And once you did, that set off the whole pod and created a new drop. And if we had a drop-off tournament, it would likely be a one or two seed. At this point, it's a one seed in the in the new Chicken Nick pod. But I, I've realized that there's a part of my brain that has been dormant since 2012 of funny things, things that I think would be funny through the lens of Chick and Chicken Nick. You know what I mean? So when I'm sitting there and, you know, you're you're sitting on your couch and you're watching Michael Jordan documentary, you're like, you're into it. You know, you're like, oh, my God. All right, flu game. Here we go. And, oh, pizza? He got pizza? What is? And and then it, then he does the nobody else eat the pizza. I ate the pizza. And in my head, I was like, that's super funny. <laughs> that, is, that is super funny. But I didn't know what to do with it until I, I now have some some place to take what I think could potentially be funny. See, what I thought the funniest thing was, and I almost spit out what I was taking a drink of when I was listening to it, was the embarrassment that you pointed out that he couldn't, he was too embarrassed to admit that it was a Pizza Hut pizza. And can we talk about, there's been so much shaming in our world for what you eat. Like if you get caught eating McDonald's or Burger King, it's like you got to do it in a back alley with like a hat and sunglasses on it. And I th- apparently Pizza Hut's in that category too. But you, but that was, uh, I'm with you. I didn't know how necessarily how funny that would be to everyone else, but I'm glad that it landed with others. It was only a, I was only trying to connect the dots afterwards. And I texted you. I said, you know what? Because you and I will text about after we're done and we listen back to it or get some feedback and we'll text and say, hey, that this worked or this was funny. You were good here. And and the only dots I could connect with the Pizza Hut issue was that they must have been an NBA sponsor at the time because Michael Jordan could have brought that entire pizza chain down. Seriously, what happens to Pizza Hut if in the moment that's what is like breaking news here at, in Salt Lake City, Utah, Michael Jordan had food poisoning from a Pizza Hut thin crust pepperoni pizza. I mean, Pizza Hut would be like, oh my God, no. Right? I mean, like we see what happened with Chipotle, right? Uh, the, you know, they, you know they, they had to go through some issues and yes. that didn't require Brad Pitt to say, sorry, I... <laughs> The guac was a little, <laughs> gave me a little indigestion. Ah. 
but you could easily see back in the day, like it's it's one thing if Michael Jordan said, ah, I think it was like a it was like a Fernando's <laughs> or what gosh, I can't even remember. Di Vincenzo's yeah. pizza. No, it was Pizza Hut and he kept his mouth shut and that was probably the smartest thing he ever did. Or you just could have said it was a hotel pizza. You know what I mean? Like it was on the room service menu and it was, you know, I don't think anybody would be too upset at like Marriott or Hyatt pizza. Well, that's you the thing. What hotel did you stay at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't remember. It was a Ramada, you dope. All right. Sounds good. But uh, some of the responses, I do want to read some of these because we do read your tweets. We do read your emails. John Allen says, crying, listening to in the kitchen while making guac. I was laughing so hard. Good thing it wasn't salsa because it would have gotten all over my chest. Well done. I open up some salsa, explodes all over my chest. Mike says, uh, my wife asked why it took so long to mow the yard. I'm just catching up on Nick's show podcast. Shh, don't tell her. Yet he added he added her in the tweet, which was fun. That gives it away. Justin KG tweets, pizza, pizza. I can't stop crying. <laughs> Thank you, Schick Nick show. Cody says, sitting down. Yeah, Cody. 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 Sitting down to watch episode 9 and 10 of The Last Dance. Made the mistake of listening to Schick Nick show uh, at Schick Nick show number 7 first. What did I make for dinner? I ate the pizza. I ate the pizza. This one, Adam says, I think this was better than Old Dominion. Again, we've named these episodes by drops. He said, this one was better than Old Dominion. My goodness, <laughs> you guys brought it on this one. I actually started violently laughing at parts. And then uh, we had, that was in the, uh, we had the Bo Pelini golf segment as yes. well. Alan tweets, oh my gosh, I just about fell out of my chair with the laugh screech crying laughing at the comment about Nick falling out the window. <laughs> Love this podcast so much. Trying to compensate. So, Taylor? Uh, if we can... I always try to find that happy medium because sometimes I... I, I do want to also say this, that you know we replay some of this stuff. You are trying to build credibility you know, nationally, yeah. Fox Sports, calling games. You mm -hmm. want to eventually call NCAA tournament games, which no doubt will, will happen in due time. Nice. And we are playing these old things with you screaming, <laughs> screeching. I always try to find that happy medium because sometimes... Are we crossing the line with revisiting any of this stuff? Does it make you feel like, ooh, I would rather not listen to myself yell like I'm jumping out of a fourth-story window? There have been times I sometimes will realize, like, oh, boy. You know, like, you know, I have some, like, Fox executives or whoever, like, follow me on Twitter. And, and like, there are times when I go to, to concoct a tweet to tweet to, about, you know, like, hey, new pod up. I'm like, Ooh. Uh, here What's we go. Okay. Sayonara career. There we go. You know, like, I hope people are okay with it. Look, here. here's the uh, the thing about, uh, about this whole thing. About this whole thing. <laughs> um, is that... Look, there there's a lot of crap going on right now. No doubt. And, and you know, we're not we're not the kind of podcast that's going to talk about race relations and things like that, but let's be honest, like what has happened over the last week has been really a uh, a devastating time for the country, let alone the pandemic and the coronavirus. It's just been really a sad time and another surreal moment in our history. And so this podcast, again, we're not going down that road. This right. podcast is just to put smiles on faces and let us escape. We, we feel like this is a, 
almost like an hour long movie that you kind of you know what to expect. You've seen the trailer because you've listened to the show in years past. You don't necessarily know exactly what's going to happen, but you do know by the end of it, you will have abdominal pain from laughing. You will feel better and you'll smile. And that's how we feel when we're done with it. So I just want to lay that out there. Like we're not we, we don't mean to ignore anything that's happening that's ex- that's in the yeah. in the real world. Right. But we do want this to be kind of like a uh, kind of like a sanctuary, if you will, where we can just forget about some things, some things that are so much more important than what we're doing, yet at the same time try and have some fun. Yeah, just vacation from from all those sorts of things. It almost is like, you know, when you're scrolling through the TV and you find an old sitcom that you like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this. And, you, and you're not sure if like, have I seen this episode? I'm not sure. Like, that's what this is. So you might listen to the Shit Nick Pod and be like, I don't remember this, this, whatever thing we're going to revisit or replay. That's, that's kind of what I want this to be. I want this to be TBS, Seinfeld, King of Queen. Like, that's what I want from this to feel like in your brain here, people. Josh Peterson, who co-hosts with John Bishop there on 1620 on Sportsman Like Conic, he had a great tweet, uh, a very kind tweet. He's always been a great supporter oh, been of, of the show from yeah. when he was just a college student to a to an intern, to a board op, <laughs> to a host. Like he has, he has climbed the ladder unbelievably and, and does a great job. But he tweeted something to the effect of, hey, this is awesome. It's like you guys never left. And I read that tweet to my wife, Kelly, and she had the greatest line. It was so quick. I said, you got to see this. Josh said, it's like they never left. And Kelly said, that's because for half of the podcast, you pretend like you never left. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. That's exactly right. It's all all old segments. Right. And things going back. She's like, this whole podcast is pretending like you never left. Yeah. Of course it feels like you never left. I know. Now all of a sudden, dang it, Kelly, now you ruined you ruined that for me now. Because I thought someone was like, how about that? How about the chemistry and the way and, and Chick and I's relationship, I tell you. <laughs> well, it's like this. It's built into what we're doing here for it to kind of uh, feel like we never we never left. You know? It's been a lot of fun. We'll continue Do we to need go to reach out to Greg Sharp, line. though? Like, I, I don't. Does someone need to touch base with Greg Sharp and make sure that I'm not going to get wiffle-balled in the back of the head, wiffle-ball bat to the back of the head as I'm walking down the street from Greg Sharp. Cat out of the bag, you did not hear the intro to the last episode <laughs> no. until you heard it yeah. because some of the stuff we do, like, you know what, we'll roll the intro and I'll throw something in beforehand. And I had decided I'm going to take exactly what you did in the previous episode, turn it into so it sounds like it's on the phone and you're going to be actually Greg Sharp's outgoing message on the phone. Voicemail. Have you heard from from Greg Sharp? I'm have not. You, are you are you nervous about seeing him? Are you almost hoping the Husker football season is canceled so you'll never run? Potentially, into him? there's a chance that. Listen, guys, I know everybody needs football because we love football, and financially it'd be a disaster for everyone. But can we just not have football so I don't have to potentially see Greg Sharp at some point over the next handful of months? Let's stay in Lincoln and chat with Nick. That's pretty much where I'm at with it. You know, I don't know. Do- I- <sighs> I mean, am I, I, I don't think my impressions mean spirited, but I've never really heard. I mean, people do an impression of my laugh, and I always think it's funny. Like, I don't know. I, I, Look, you are uh, you're, you're, you're too nice a guy for anyone to ever be offended by anything you do. <laughs> now, Bill Self, because you're, <laughs> you're imitating his stuttering, but, 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 uh, that might, you know, now you're stuttering. Now you're stuttering. Now you're stuttering. Did you know there's a Twitter account but, called Stuttering Bill Self? Oh, come on. 
And I'm not going to lie, I follow it. As I hit follow, I kind of, a part of my soul died, you know, selling my soul out for some LOLs. It doesn't tweet that much, but when it does, tears come down my cheek. Let me tell you. My mo cheeks. <laughs> you just referenced the former the former coach who bailed out the Star Spangled Band, the National Anthem. Yeah. That young girl, that's his moment. That is his That's moment. his moment. That's him. Dan tweets or emails into laugh at chickenick.com. He, he says, I had forgotten how the show destroys your ability to act like a normal human. <laughs> Things that have happened to me in the last two weeks. One, shopping by myself at Costco and I saw some a display of summer shandy. I muttered to myself under my mask, I like summer shandy a lot. <laughs> I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Like Mitch Light from Athlon Sports. Of course. Nobody else could hear me. Why would a normal person do that? So I bought some, and now I can't see it in my house without my brain saying, I like Summer Shandy a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I like, I like Summer Shandy a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. And then uh, he says, voicemails? Voicemails are ruined. Will I ever hear a call go to voicemail again without thinking, you've reached Greg Sharp, and it's a voicemail? Ah! And it's a touchdown! Touchdown, Nebraska! <laughs> Come on, Greg, you find it. It's your big day today. Northwestern's in town. Snapback, Dorothy Lynch, barbecue shots. Touchdown! Touchdown, Nebraska! Nebraska's going to win a football game. Greg, we I, do, <sighs> I do want to say this, that you do <laughs> you do need to find, we need to find, because that call of Nebraska's going to win the football game is something I do remember. I just don't remember which game it was. So if no anyone idea. has that clip... Please email us to laugh at chickennick.com so whenever Nick does that, we can play it right afterwards. Like, Greg, if you're listening, I know you like the show. I know you like the podcast, <laughs> even though you probably have to turn it down multiple times or hit fast forward when Nick starts to I'm say sorry, Dorothy Greg. Lynch. But please send us the clip. Yeah, it had to have been. I know that's where that's why I, I didn't I didn't just make that up. In my mind, I have heard Greg Sharp say that. It had to have been from the 2012 season when Nebraska had like six. How the hell did they win that game? When Nebraska won football game? <laughs> well, all right. So the so let's just let's let's walk this back. So the, he said Nebraska's going to win the football game. Okay. So when was the last time Nebraska won a football game? 2012. <laughs> Start there. Start searching there. Start searching the 2012. And Nebraska's going to search the 2012 football season. When's the last time Nebraska won a football game? Start searching in 2000. I'm sorry. Sorry to everybody out there. Barrett Root is never going to come on the show. Um, Do I need to get him on? I've been leaving him alone. I'm like, you got a lot going on in your world, brother, from another mother, so I'm just going to leave you alone. (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to set up some sort of Zoom meeting with him and just we'd be like, this is crazy now. But uh, Dan continues with his email. He said, the voicemail thing, that is so aggressively stupid and so funny that I (laughs) want it for my outbound voicemail, but I can't because I use my phone for work. (sighs) And then he finishes with, but surely a podcast couldn't ruin your ability to just eat pizza without laughing, could it? <laughs> he says, yes, it could. Good luck ever seeing a pizza, let alone biting into a slice without my brain saying all by myself. Nobody L-8s eat, eat the pizza. And he spells it, no one, and then E-L <laughs> space A-T-E-S. <laughs> Nobody L-8s eat, eat the pizza. Nobody L-8s 
eat the pizza. He stuttered. He stuttered because he was ashamed. Yeah, I mean, eating hammering a whole pizza by yourself, you pretty much have to utter the Jordan phrase at the at the conclusion of, of a pizza. I eat the pizza all by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. You know, the beauty of I that soundbite is we didn't have it, but all you have to do is go to YouTube and click Michael Jordan Pizza. And it's got <laughs> 1,800, nearly 2,000 views. And it says the title of it on YouTube is Michael Jordan Ate the Pizza by Himself. <laughs> and they've used some tags. One of them is hashtag food poisoning. Uh, Let's try and get as many views as we can. How about a hashtag food poisoning here on YouTube? Is, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, so people, so people are going to YouTube and they're like, all right, what should we search? Let's go with food poisoning. Like, what's that? I don't understand. That's that's that hot key there. That's interesting. I eat the pizza all by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. So, and the and the intense music behind it just makes it better. Everything just it's fantastic. When, when Michael Jordan tragically leaves this world of old age of natural causes, his tombstone will say, and it's only appropriate. That on his tombstone, it says, I ate the pizza. I ate the pizza. Here lies Michael Jordan, born February 17th, 1963. Dot, dot, dot. I ate the pizza. Nobody else eat the pizza. I ate the pizza. That's it. Is that when he was born? Oh, my goodness. You got that right off the bat. Oh, you better believe you, boy. Remember in, remember in, uh, in grade school when it was like, all right, we have to do a book report. Or do a you know some report on some uh, every every first grade second grade third grade fourth grade fifth grade I mean I just did a restore a report it's like Michael Jordan was born February seventeenth nineteen sixty three like that is side note one of the reasons I felt great you know when I had uh, when I had a I I I opened up my chest had a tumor all over my chest <laughs> I open up some salsa explodes all over my chest. <laughs> When I, when I had to have surgery to open up some salsa on my chest and get a tumor out of my chest. I open up some salsa, explodes all over my chest. When we were setting the date. This when we is were, the only time anyone has ever busted out laughing when talking about a tumor on my chest. But continue. But the, I opened up my chest and had a tumor all over my chest. Good. Opened up my chest, had a tumor all over my chest. I opened up some salsa, explodes all over my chest. But they were like, all right, does February 17th work? And I was like, yes, yes, it does, because that is Michael Jordan's birthday. I think I said it to the nurse at the time, and this lady was like, we got a gunner here. This guy is going to kick the bucket like you wouldn't believe. And you said, did you just say I got gonorrhea? <laughs> Nope, not exactly. But your Michael Jordan infatuation is why we have this. Chick and Nick. One of them likes to talk about how Michael Jordan is the greatest player in the history of the game. The other would rather talk about subjects that people actually give a crap about. You decide which one. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Do you want to get into a Jordan-LeBron cool. who's the GOAT conversation? I mean, crikey.com. Um, no. Yeah, I would, except we're really low on time. Shane's giving me the stink eye. She, he, somewhere Shane's, you know when you're, you're, you know when your like eyelid twitches randomly. That is when it, when that happens to Shane, it's because of Chicken Nick not going to break with something. He's like, oh boy, a little PTSD from Chicken not going. Do to you break. want? Look, I know you were not kidding. I was kidding. I don't want to talk about Michael Jordan, LeBron James. I don't However, I know that you would. How about this? I will get the Mario music ready. Right. I will. I will give you, look, let's just pretend you have 30 seconds left. 
in the Mario level before Bowser eats you alive. Right. Uh, Again, the running out of time music makes you feel like you're in a hurry, which you will be because we need to get going here. We need to get to some old clips and discuss some current events. But uh, go ahead, starting now. Listen, the GOAT conversation has to be more than just about rings. If it's just about rings and Robert Ory's better than Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant, those guys, that makes no sense at all. And it can't be Bill Russell's greatest of all time because he has love championships. It has to be more than just rings. You can't say, well, six is better than three. It has to be more than that. Michael Jordan, sure, was at his best when the, when the stage is at its biggest and the brights are at its lightest. Shout out to Chicken Nick here. I'm wasting time not talking about the NBA and talking about LeBron and Jordan. Back to what we need to be talking about. Of course, LeBron James, most physically gifted basketball player of all time. Jordan, I think the force of nature, force of personality and always delivering when he needed to elevates him to that goat status. I've never seen a player quite like MJ, but Brown Brown be doing his thing for that chicken wing, and you can quote me on that! All right. Okay. So, uh, that was it there. You, I like how you wasted time I know. quoting yourself. <laughs> there. That was one of your earlier misspeaks in the blunder. show. I think it happened within the first month. You were like, Matt so. Chick, and it, this it, is a Chick and Nick show, and this is uh, Nick Bonham. Like, but I tell you what, stage is at its biggest, bright set its lights. Dang it. Stage is at its at its biggest, and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. You had no subject-verb agreement, and you switched brights and lights. You had stage is at its biggest, brights are at its lightest. It, no, it was lights are at their brightest. Here's what happened. I mean, again, you were really excited. It was probably about how LeBron James performs at a high level. Stage is at its at its biggest, and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. Okay. Do you that's understand? a great dismount. That was a great dismount at the end with, that's what it's all about. You got what, to admit. You doing the hokey pokey? Yeah, that, <laughs> you got to admit, the way I landed the plane, you got to kind of, by the end of it, you kind of agree with it. You're like, yeah, give him that. You know, he was dead wrong, but that's what it's all about. I guess who can argue with someone if, if they say that's what it's all about, you know? You could use this, like, you put your right foot in, you put your right foot out, put your right foot in, and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey, and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. <laughs> but do you Why understand? did we not create a song about that? I don't that? know. All right, what were we thinking? No, but I cannot say, because I've butchered that phrase, I don't even go down that path to even say that phrase. <laughs> and there's another phrase I messed up, not on Chicken Nick, but on Game Time with Joel Klatt. I told him yeah. as I was saying goodbye to the interview, I said, well, hey, you know, I, I still can't say it. Stay, I wanted to say, stay safe in Lincoln as a former Buffalo, right? I, I tell you, you know, radio banter. Let me tell you, just guys bantering. This is great. <laughs> but I said, stay safe, stay, 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 stay a little stay. I couldn't say stay safe. And so, do you understand? I've had to completely take it that out of my vocabulary. I can't do it. I cannot say that phrase. I, will, I can't say it correctly. You're like Mike Singletary. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I want talkers. I want winners. I, I read an update on him. I think he got. Uh, he just quit a high school coaching job because homeboy would like won one game in like two years. So, so things are going good for Mike Singletary. He was one in twenty-two in two years. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't even know why I'm I'm hiding this. So Tatum is here. She's sitting right next to me here. Hi, Tatum. Why don't you get out of here? Tatum turns. We're recording this on she Friday. Turned, I think I think I know how old year, she is. Let eight me, years old. Eight. Oh, go, right. sorry, I just ruined it. Here, hold on. Here, talk to Nick. 
Okay. Hi. Tatum, is it your birthday today as we are speaking? Yes. And how old are you? Eight. What does an eight-year-old want for for their birthday? What's What did you ask mom and dad for? What do you want? Um, to be on the Chick and Nick pod? Is that what you want to do? To be on, to talk to me? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not? Come on. <laughs> do we got some cake coming later today or what? Yeah, ice cream cake. Oh, don't tell me it's Dairy Queen ice cream cake because that is the best ever. What are you going to do today? What's the plan? I just went to my mom's preschool. Wow. What did you do there? We gave her kids their graduation gift. Oh, man. What was the gift? A book. A book? Oh, that is fantastic. Do you want to read a book? (laughs) Tatum, I wish for once I could read a book. I mean, I wish for once I could read a book. All right, that's that's just how it is. That's how it is. What do you like to do as an eight-year-old? What's your favorite stuff? My favorite stuff is probably princesses. Princesses? You know, I have a four-year-old daughter, and she loves princesses. She was dressed up as Moana. Moana's not really a princess, but she dressed up as Moana. She's got an Anna and Elsa dress. Do you have an Anna and Elsa dress? Uh, I have an Elsa. You're not into Anna? Anna. Uh, I, I th- my grandparents are here, and I think they're going to get me an Anna. Oh, that. <laughs> Do you make one of your little brothers dress up as Olaf? I think they'd rather dress up as a superhero. Oh, okay. I can understand that. Like Batman or Superman or who? Speaking of Batman. No, no, Mario. Is that Batman and Mario? What we got going here? That's Beckett. Beckett. All right, Beckett. Let's uh, let's let's pass the headphones to Beckett. Beckett, what are you wearing right now? What are you wearing right now? I see a Batman. Is that Batman? Yeah. What? You wait a minute. I thought you were Beckett. You're Batman? Are you Beckett or Batman? Or are you Batman Beckett? Batman Becky. <laughs> Say thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Anytime. You're way better than your dad. Way more insightful than your father. <laughs> Bye, Beckett. Good job. Happy birthday, Tatum. Well, that was the best so anyway, yeah, you, we've had. Yeah, I mean, you work at you know, you work at home, and you, you know, yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, it's not like I'm, we have to put like up locking the doors. I have a so I'm in my basement. I have to put up a gate that you would for like a a dog. A gate to come downstairs, and I'm in a room with the door locked. I mean, right now, it is pretty much, you ain't getting in. It's like a Memorial Stadium in the Callahan years. The kids kept coming into the bedroom, so I'm like, oh, I got to figure out something here. This will keep them out. And it's something you hang on the door that says on air. It doesn't really help if they can't read. Looks like a do not disturb sign at a hotel on air. Yeah, I'm sure they can. First of all, a lot of them can't read. Second of all, they don't care about that. They don't really care about that. I'm not happy about that. At five straight episodes. Sorry again, Tyler McKinney. I don't even know what I don't know what we were doing before. This is what Mike Singletary said when he was was fired or decided to walk away, whatever it was. After a one in twenty two, he just said, "Look," and he stepped, talked to the media, called the press conference, and said, "Cannot win with him. Can't do it." I mean, you know, I mean, clearly, seventeen year olds are tough. Clearly, I just feel bad. I mean, you talk about a legendary player, flames out as a head coach in the NFL, and then I mean, gets his his dentures kicked in in the at the high school level. Cracky.net.
Log on to more information. We got. Let's. Uh, we got well, to. what do you want to get here? Let's do a let's do a quick little flashback, and then maybe talk about uh, college football. Maybe one more flashback, and we'll be done. All right. So there were. And your flashback is. About what we, and your question is. And your flashback is. And your question is. We've had a lot of re- requests for certain things and one of them is is this we kind of got to it uh with a dick vitale reference for the drop-off tournament that we played a couple of episodes ago but chris says hey guys how is it possible we have not yet been reminded to give a shout out to high five to the guy humping the cotton candy (laughs) i mean he had it all over the park love the new podcast chris yes last week i think we had a couple of emails that said i haven't laughed that hard since cotton candy yeah the cotton candy drop was uh, one of the uh, seminal moments in the show's in the show's history where a guy called up and he was talking about something that we were talking about the day before (laughs) it was about creighton and nebraska and the baseball game that they played at td ameritrade park i believe it was the first game played at td ameritrade park it was they were christening the stadium it was 38 degrees it was very cold and uh, he wanted to just the concessions lines were long it was terrible i remember waiting in line for a half hour for you know a cup of water and (laughs) it's may shock you i didn't go to the game you, it's shocking. I mean, you like pitching, but you I didn't like go. I like pitching, but not actually pitching. I like pitching. And then Keith, we just we Keith, dubbed him Cotton his Candy name Keith. Was Keith. I forgot that his name was Keith. Cotton Candy Keith. The, the thing we always did was we would dub people nicknames, like callers, based on what they said or based on what they believed. Like uh, Matt in Iowa, who was a Hawkeye fan, was Iowa Matt. Yes. And it was, you know, Iowa Matt would come on and we play Nickelback because he once said, <laughs> thanks so much for the Nickelback tickets that he won. So he was, his theme song, it his worked. stinger when he got to the plate was give me that photograph. We'll probably play that eventually. But Cotton Candy Keith called and said this. But we need to give a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. So you can hear just the the anxiety, the the nervousness. Got a little shaky in the it, middle, did it not? It was. It got very shaky. So this happened April fifth, two thousand and twelve. Keith calls in, and it immediately, almost immediately, throws the show into <laughs> a tizzy. Let's listen. Keith wants to chime in. Hey, Keith. Yes, sir. What's up? You're uh, I was just calling in, listening to the show every day. But yesterday, the concession stands. I was down there. It was bad. But we need to give a shout-out and a high-five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. And um, so shout-out to and high-five to the cotton candy guys. Thanks. What is a humping cotton candy, Keith? The humping the cotton candy. Getting it out to you. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't know what, I didn't know what he was saying there. I still don't think. All right. Give it to the cotton candy guys. But we need to give a shout-out and a high-five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. <laughs> Is that the new concrete mixer? No, my son. Like the what? Oh, no. At least, at least, uh, someone explain that to us. It was all over the park. <laughs> you know, at least the concrete mixer. We had people emailing like the concrete mixer is like a little toy kids can play with. I mean, we've had emails flying in. Jason says, a cotton candy shout-out. 
only on the Chick and Nick show. That's why we listen. Yeah, we're humping the cotton candy. <laughs> Rick says, I don't know what is more bizarre, the fact that the vendors were humping the cotton candy or the fact that someone wants to give them a shout out for doing so. I mean, what? What's Please. happening? Can we, it's, 8, it's 825. Why does this stuff happen? Okay. Thank you. Why does this stuff happen? You got happen? explanation, Shug? No. Yeah, no. we're humping the cotton candy. Just, I don't want it anymore. I don't. It's a disaster. This is an absolute disaster. <sighs> it's an absolute disaster. It was all over the park. Stop it, Shane. This what is was that guy's name, Keith? If this is how it is at 820. Call Keith. What's it going to be like at 10.55? I don't even want to go there right now. It was all over the park. I bet it was. See, sometimes I feel like we have the op. <laughs> sometimes I feel like we're our most out of control out the Antonio Gates, and we get more sane as we go, and sometimes it could be vice versa. Look, we, we don't really take calls on the show. I mean, we don't really go, hey, what do you think? Call us up. Let us, I mean, sometimes, a lot during football season, but most of the time, it's just, you know, you and me. Is you, this, this is, is very good. good. Let's, this is this good. This is very good. And let alone take a call right out of the box at 8.06, just unsolicited about yesterday's show, and then talks to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. <laughs> All right, Shane. What? Shane, I'm going to ask you Is to there stop anything more that. disgusting? What's the nutritional value of cotton candy? I don't know. I mean, seriously, You can ask no. about the nutritional value of a lot of things having cotton to do with cotton candy. candy. Nutrition facts. Cotton candy. <laughs> I mean, is there anything more nasty uh, than cotton candy? Cotton candy. <laughs> all right. All right. That just kind of hit me the wrong way and uh, trying to move on. It was all over the park. Yeah, all right. All right. Gosh. All right. We already got people saying that's a that's a number one seed locked up. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I didn't get much sleep last night, so maybe that's like the perfect storm, perfect hand of storm of something like that happening. But all right. Shall we, uh, shall we, shall we move on? Please? But we need to give a shout out <laughs> to who, Shane. Just stop it. Putting the cotton candy. Right. Cotton candy. Right. Cotton candy. Terry says they were humping the Dippin' Dots, too. It was all over the park. Gosh. And better they are. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's continue. That was April 21st, 2011. And actually, <laughs> listening back to it, there were a couple of sneaky, funny parts. One of them was right at the end with the... And better they are. <laughs> was that... That's Ed Thompson, That's right? Ed. That's the main voice voice guy there for NRG. We, and was better he, they are. And better they are. I forgot that. We said that all the time, too. That's fantastic. And better they are. <laughs> and better they are. Better they are. All right. No, some so sort many of things that. to unpack there. Did we try to go to break? Early on in that segment, and we just didn't even acknowledge it, or was that two segments yeah, so combined? Like, that was two. So two separate segments. Oh, you have okay. us with him calling up, and then we go to break, come back, and then Shane starts playing the cotton candy, gotcha. um, and we start just having a field day with that. That, that was, was incredible. That was unbelievable. There, are, there are a couple more here that I'll play having to do with that. So. Listeners always had a keen ear for the show because 
they would say, oh, that's the number one seed in the drop-off tournament. Not only was it a number one seed, it won the ensuing drop-off tournament. And the most impressive part about that was that Keith called Keith called in April 21st, 2011. That was two weeks after the drop-off tournament essentially had just ended. And it won the ensuing drop-off tournament that took place in 2012. It stood the test that, of time. That right there. That's like being preseason number one and going wire to wire. Like you had you had to endure quite a bit. That's impressive. So, so it won your, the drop-off uh, tournament. Wow. It won the drop-off tournament. Do you tournament. remember and the so, winners of all of them off the top of your cabeza? So I think we had <laughs> I think we had Gary hurt recruit uh, don't, don't you think, think this is gonna hurt, gonna hurt yeah. recruiting? Don't you think this is gonna hurt recruiting? Which uh, we do have the original call for that. We'll get to that at, at some other time. But Gary, don't you think this is going to hurt recruiting? And then we had uh, humping the cotton candy. And then I don't know. Did we only have? I mean, we were on the air for three years. We might have only had the drop off tournament for two years. Remember? I mean, this. You know what would have been nice is Twitter poll, like the Twitter polls that they have now. Remember? I mean, our our. T- web designer i mean you had to be like you got to go to this website it's then going to send you to that website you have to log in to get even into the website that website's then going to send you to a whole different website at that point just email us when you get to that point and we'll give you further instructions and i it was absurd we we're like we just need two options do you like this one or this one crikey and better they are <laughs> Twitter polls are much better now. And better they are. Yes, they are. Better Twitter polls they are. <laughs> uh, Keith then, so he wins the drop-off tournament. He probably had no idea he even won the drop-off tournament, but somehow we got to get him to call in. He called in after winning the drop-off tournament. And this is, you know, people remember the drop. People do not remember him winning it, calling in. I don't. And then after he won it, when, when he called in, then the next day, he came into studio. Gee, nice memory, Nick. Okay, okay, so let's go here. This was, so that initial call was April 21st, 2011. Then April 5th, 2012, he wins the drop-off tournament, and then he calls in, and we have a conversation on the phone. Humping the cotton candy. <laughs> it was all over the park. Humping the cotton candy. But we need to give a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line, they were there. It was all over the park. Oh, so good. <laughs> I want candy. Nice, Shane. All right. I've not thought of that before. So he won the drop-off tournament yesterday, which uh, I think it was like 57% of the vote. He partied all night. And we haven't heard from him since his infamous call about humping the cotton candy at TD Ameritrade Park. And we said, let's bring this guy on. Yeah. Let's do this right now. And um, he's here. Hello, Keith. Hello. How are you? I'm well. And you guys? <laughs> Doing really well. Doing and well. It's been about a year since we last spoke with you. Uh Kind of give us your uh, how the how's the last couple of weeks been since you know you've had this uh, chance this run. To, to win this drop off turn. It's been quite a championship run for you. Well, I I think I know how John Calipari and the um, Bill Self feel. You know, going <laughs> through the tournament and that a lot of pressure, but uh, I'm just glad it's over. When uh, you first made that call, 
when did you kind of realize that, hey, what you said, although it was accurate, may have been taken an interesting way and that the listeners were really having fun with it and you became a star? Well, about the time that you guys went, especially you went hysterical, and uh, um, it, I thought, oh, my God, what did I do? But uh, it was done, and it's been fun, and um, I just got to say, you guys um, you guys just take it to a new level. Are you, <laughs> been that, told that, yeah, multiple been told that before. Are you a military guy, Keith? No, I'm not. Okay, because that's kind of a military term, humping something. Well, I guess um, grew up in rural Nebraska and uh, on the farm, and... Um, you know, when you got farm animals around there and you're a young kid, you're always asking grandpa or your dad what they're doing. And I thought, whoa. You know, and then it was the work slang, too. So that, that's where I kind of, it just popped into my head when I was, when I called in, because uh, just one of those things, I guess. Why did you call in? You, did you want to really defend? Just, you felt like you had to shout out the because that was a night. The cotton candy. Piece. Remember the night before? It was Creighton, Nebraska. It was forty degrees. It was really cold. We were miserable. And the concession lines were just taking forever. I mean, it was miserable. You were at the game too. You obviously had a better experience. Well, it was yeah, it was cold, and uh, the only thing that uh, yeah, the lines were terrible. But like I said, uh, um, I, I uh, watched and was you know the cotton candy guys. They were. They were the only ones doing the, um, you know, bringing it to you. So I don't know why TD Ameritrade has gotten rid of that, where, uh, you know, you used to be able to get all kinds of concessions brought to you. But uh, I'm just glad they let the cotton candy guys still bring it out. (laughs) Are you a huge cotton candy fan, Keith? Uh, Always have been, yeah. Always have been. Got that sweet tooth. So cotton candy. Can you... Can you just recreate the magic? Can you? You've heard your drop many, many times, uh, and we may make this into a shirt uh, soon. We hope. But okay. could, could you uh, recreate the magic with that drop, that eight-second drop? You, you remember the line, don't you? Well, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if I can do it any better than what your your genius on the engineering board Shane does. Yeah, but, uh, let's do it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I'm just real nervous right now, though. I've. Uh, um, you know, they were just uh, humping the cotton candy, and it was all over the park, and we needed to give a shout-out to them, a high-five and a shout-out. I'm going to play it for you once, and then you repeat it. I just wanted the fresh one. Here we go. But we need right. to give a shout-out and a high-five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm just too nervous. Um <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. I'm, we could we could hear I'm, the anxiety in your voice the last time you called. It's okay. Well, I was I was nervous then too. I don't know how you guys do it every day, but uh, I got to hand it to you guys. You, uh, I've I've listened to it when I can and uh, during work hours, or it's it's in and out on the AM. But uh, um, you guys really got a handle on things. I got to hand it to you three there. Would well, you we, say you want to give us a shout out and a high five? Oh, you guys need the shout out and, <laughs> and a high five. I'll tell you that. Nice. Can you give a, just say just say this, Keith? We need to give a shout out and a high five. To the Chick and Nick show. Just do that. We we need to give a shout-out and a high-five to the Nick and Chick show. Okay. Yes. That is like the worst yes, thing I've Keith. ever heard. I yes. can't believe you, you yes. said Nick and Chick. I cannot yes. believe you did that. No, you know uh, No, doing. that's fine. Adam from uh, Snowfloss of Omaha is here in town with about 30. It was like the day after you said that drop. They came in. He came in a year ago and right. gave us like 20 cotton candies. Cotton candy. <laughs> he, has, he has brought in another 20 of these things or 30 of these things. Well, you know what's funny? Those guys contacted me uh, 
uh, yesterday, the day before, when it looked like I was going to win, and I might get an opportunity to uh, at one of the maybe if Nebraska and Creighton play again at TD. I, like I said, I don't know if they are or not, but I may be down there humping the cotton candy. <laughs> <like that. laughs> well, that is great. Thank you, Keith. We nice. appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. I thank all you guys, and thanks, Shane, for me. That's uh, pumping the cotton candy. Cotton candy, That Keith. went awesome. That was terrific. No Matt Davison today, but we'll wrap it up now. <gasps> and you may have heard there at the very end me saying that we didn't have time for Matt Davison. Uh, that was legitimate and gives some context to what you're going to hear next because the very next day, Cotton Candy Keith came in studio. Uh, are you immediately regretting being here in studio? How are you feeling right now? I just hope nobody from work is listening. <laughs> early, no lunch, listens. early lunch break, you guys called that, it. All right. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Hey, no one listens to the show, so you're fine. Yeah. I wouldn't even worry about Your it. Your extended lunch break. Uh, we touched on it a little bit yesterday, and Cotton Candy Keith joining us here in uh, in studio. <laughs> how <Cotton> do you, candy. <laughs> how do you, I mean, what do you think about all this, Keith? I mean, is this... Is this, this the, the dumbest great, thing you've ever been a part of or the greatest thing Is this the dumbest of? thing to ever happened to you or one of the coolest things to ever happened to you? And you can set it straight. You can be honest about this. Well, I guess when it started um, and then I found out I was going up against Tom Osborne in the first, yeah. I was like, how does my name even get entered in with such a legend? <laughs> um, but then when I thrashed him and, um, you know, went on. <laughs> when I thrashed him. And awesome. then going up against all the ones that uh, – Nick, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I got to tell you, I was it from a year ago that old Dominion. Yeah, I just love. I mean, that was just <laughs> to me that if that didn't win last year, it should have. That yeah. was uh, well, I mean, was one of the greatest. The old Dominion was in the drop off tournament this year. Oh, okay. and, and it got uh, upset. The it got upset round. with some ballot stuffing from a 15 seed. Uh, here it is uh, on F. Uh, Shane, can we can we play this here? Old Dominion, and um, <laughs> that was that was it. And yeah, I mean, when you beat, what was the Osborne bite that you beat in the drop off tournament? What was it? Was it the was it Major League Baseball? Was it um, just one lick on an ankle? What one, I, I can't I, I can't remember. It was the one it was lick. just one lick on an ankle. Uh, is that is that who you beat? Cotton Candy would have beaten. Okay, go ahead. What lick on it? an ankle. What was his march to the championship? Cotton Candy defeated Adam Carricker. I'm a big Tebow guy. That's okay. that's who you took down in the first round. Just killed him. I'm a big Tebow guy. Okay. Yeah, so you that, killed Adam Carricker. Okay. You All killed, right. You killed Adam Carricker. I'm a big Tebow guy. Okay. Then you took down Tom Osborne. It was just one lick on an ankle. Okay. It was just one lick on an ankle. Then you took down me with you missed it. You took me missed it. You went over your head then. Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. And that was weird because Keith was the caller you said that right. to. No, that's not so true. I, there was an insinuation there, too, I think, before that. <laughs> that's, wow, this is a it, And then you go on to beat me again, hand down, man down. Hand down, man down. I love that one. Cotton <laughs> Kitty, did you vote you for yourself? You had a your, tough road now. Did you vote for yourself every time? I, I'm on the road. You know, usually I'm working on a mower. Yeah. Uh, 15 miles away from here in a place called Ponca Hills. Did you send out e- emails to people? Did family vote Was this something you? you wanted to own? Like, was there uh, a grassroots effort for you? Uh, my family was pretty embarrassed. They <laughs> <laughs> we were voting for Sand Hills, I bet. <laughs> right. I mean, my goodness. What a tough road, though. I mean, the but committee didn't do anything. a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. Oh my gosh! I just can't. Yeah, Alex says that gets funnier every time I hear it. You know, he's people, people have said it's the funniest 
drop or clip from anyone anywhere on this show ever. Well, I appreciate that. Snowfloss was here in studio yesterday. They dropped off some cotton, cotton can- candy. <laughs> we think it's only appropriate that you leave with some cotton, cotton candy. candy. Just make this thing go full circle, you know. And uh, we get a picture here. We'll yeah. do a photo op and put this put this on the website. It was all over the park. Um, you, I mean, no one can ever take this away from you, man. This is uh, you're you're the you're the drop champion. Well, like I said, with with going against you. Tom Osborne, and then to bump Matt Davison yesterday with that phone call, I was like, yeah, I was pretty hesitant about coming in today. <laughs> you know, if I ever run into him, I'm probably in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Davison got bumped yesterday for you, for, for Cotton, Cotton Candy. Candy Keith. I think he beat Adam Carricker, Tom Osborne, bumped Matt Davison, and beat, and beat me. times. And Sand Hills, this is no fluke, folks. No. <laughs> this was this was absolutely the best team winning it. This was no UConn getting lucky, getting hot. No. Nope. No, this was Cotton Candy Keith. Was where, strong from the beginning to finish. And callers referred to it when it happened, and we played it uh, on Wednesday. Callers said at the time, and listeners said, that's the number. That's a number one seed in yep. next year's drop-off tournament. It they knew the, it. It stood the test of time, and, and Keith comes through with the 2012 drop-off tournament championship. Pumping the cotton candy. And... Um, are you gonna are you gonna use that phrase again? I mean, is that that's your catchphrase now? You're kind of known for that. Um, do you introduce yourself as Cotton Candy Keith now <laughs> around town? Will you, will you use that phrase, or do you want to retire that now? I, well, it probably should be retired. But I, I did see a T-shirt with that on there yesterday. Uh, somebody emailed me the uh, picture of the T-shirt. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and I guess I just need to um, really uh, give a shout out and a high five to Golf Tech who. I represented I yeah, guess, region. You know, that re- yeah, yeah. See, I haven't heard from them yet, but be patient. Uh, be patient. Be patient. Yeah. <laughs> the sponsors and yeah. everything. Gosh, they're going to be reaching out. Um, he's going to go on Letterman tonight. Yeah, you know, yeah he's going to do the top ten reasons Cotton Candy won the tournament. It'll be Cotton Candy. It's making the rounds. Going on the Today Show. <laughs> <laughs> milk this forever the the anniversary is coming up on the 26th we'll have them back on again yep. we'll just keep best doing this. uh hang out with us for one more segment we'll wrap up the show next on a friday cotton candy keep in studio if you want to meet him you can meet him in the parking lot uh right <laughs> nice. after the show chicken nick 1620 but we need to give a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy didn't have to wait in line they were there it was all over the park Cotton Candy Keith with the championship. Amazing. Good, good for him. Just, I mean, like you said, yes. there's, listen, there were every shot, every, every show drop is near and dear to our, the bottom of my arts. From the bottom of my heart. But there are few moments in show history and drops that, that are a cut above, you know, in that, like, that icon level. And certainly Cotton Candy Keith is up there. Shouts out to Cotton Candy Keith. Thank you, Cotton Candy Keith, wherever you are. Maybe we'll get you uh, back on the show again. Uh, speaking of a, a terrible segue, so is college football going to come back? Uh, I believe we, we are now, we believe we are confident. We have been confident about it coming back. I feel like we're there, right? Like, is it still, are you still confident? Are you still, how are you feeling? I'm still confident that it's going to happen, but I'm, I'm, I'm at, and I know some people have painted a different picture. I'm, I don't see, and maybe I'll be wrong on this, I guess, but I, I don't see how there's any scenario where the stands are full. Like I, I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be football, but I think the schedules are going to look different. And I think the stands are going to be 
you know, whatever it would be, forty percent full or or whatever. But I just, I I talked about this on the Nick Bob podcast, sponsored by Pillow Windows and Doors. Oh, jeez. All right, I'm sorry, but football is going to happen because it kind of has to happen when you talk about all the all that's you know financially leveraged on football. It's it it has to happen in some way, shape, or form. I don't think it's going to look like how we think it's going to look, but. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty, I would say I'm like 95% sure that we're going to see football, but I'm not also 95% sure it's not going to look how we how it's normally going to look. Agreed. I think it's why Major League Baseball, uh Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, New Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. All right, you try it and and we'll play it and see see who sounds the closest to uh Tom Osborne. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll go first. Major League Baseball. New Major League Baseball. All right, you All right, go. Ready? Major League Baseball. New Major League Baseball. Okay. All right, let's try it again. Uh, you go first this time. Major League Baseball. New Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. New Major League Baseball. Yeah, I feel, I'm feeling pretty good. New Major League Baseball. You're, I, I go baseball. You, you. You get the S in there, which you need to. I need to. Does he, does he say? Does he not say the S? No, he does. You're doing baseball. it right. You're doing I mean, it right. Yeah. Why are you ignoring the S? Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Tom Osborne has teeth. <laughs> New Major League Baseball. Oh, that is just goodness. But okay, but what? yeah. Hopefully, we'll see if they if New Major League Baseball can get their act together and um, and come back because you're a huge baseball. Yeah. You're obviously not a big baseball fan. You're obviously not a big football fan. <laughs> Watch this. Oh, no, you're not. And you put those together and uh, you get this. You're obviously not a big baseball fan. Wow. <laughs> All right. So we did that. So we'll see if baseball uh, can come back. I will say uh, this, that, yes, baseball has to come back because it has to come back. We have to come back. We have to go back. Every commissioner should be Jack Shepard and should adopt that deal. <laughs> Jack Shepard plan. NHL is planning on coming back because they have to come back because of money. And again, money is obviously a huge part of all of these decisions. But yeah, college football is going to come back because it has to come back. But is it going to finish? Like every, yeah. I guarantee you college football is going to start. But is it going to finish? Like this is like the Jerry Seinfeld. Anyone can take a reservation. <laughs> Anyone can start a college football season, but it's the finishing the college football season. That's so true. So you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. Because that's, that's also something that I've yet to... I think this is a fantastic question and one in which I've yet to hear in any of these conversations about football season. That is a fantastic question and one that I have yet to be asked in all these interviews. Schick, what I, uh, we've heard about all these different things, but I and maybe I'm just not hearing the right things. Has anyone answered the the simple question of what happens when a player tests positive? Because that is that is an inevitability. Like that is going to happen at some point during the season. What happens? Now I'm more concerned about that as it pertains to college basketball because of a number standpoint. Like, you know, it doesn't take I mean a little outbreak with a team and it's like that team's like dunzo for 
the foreseeable future, but I just don't know if I've heard a great answer to that question of what happens when a player tests positive? What yeah. do you do? Well, uh, typically what you do when a player tests positive if you, is you sit him for the first half of the open. <laughs> But by what, by what you're Violation saying, of human rules. Uh, yeah, Steve Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. Why was Adrian Martinez not starting in the first half? It's a violation of human rules. We have rules around here. Yeah, what rules were those? Coronavirus. <laughs> now, I understand, Coach, that, you know, when you test positive for an illegal substance like uh, marijuana, you'd sit him for first half of South Dakota State. But this is... COVID-19. <laughs> rules are rules. Rules are rules. Um, everyone, yes, it's like Mike Tyson said. Everyone's got a plan until you test positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> I think that's exactly what he said. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. When I'm fighting in Vanda Holyfield, everybody's got a plan until they test positive for coronavirus. Wow. Test positive. Right. We'll add test that to positive. the repertoire. Test positive for coronavirus. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, Mike, right. Steve Sipple, Angel Star. What's your plan, or what do you think his plan is against you? You know, Sip, everybody's got plans to test positive for coronavirus. <laughs> I want to eat his children. <laughs> this serious discussion has gone off the rails. Yeah, this is this is really not the uh, <laughs> not the conversation that I anticipated, but um. But yeah, hard telling from the press box telling what they're going to do. But yeah, and, and I don't fault college football for saying, well, if somebody, if we have 10 people test positive, then we're canceling this whole thing. You know, you're talking as if you're going to cancel this whole thing. <laughs> well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. You can't just set a number and go, if it reaches this, it's almost like I'll know it when I see it. Like I yeah. can't define that, but I'll know it when I see it. But yeah, what happens? Someone tests positive on a Friday. Okay, now what do we do? Are we, you know, the whole contact tracing thing? Well, that's a defensive back. They were playing bump and run in practice this week. Let's sit those four wide receivers. Like, what What do you do? And, and what happens if you lose seven, eight guys because of quarantine on a Friday night and they have to sit for two weeks? What are let, you going to do? Let me take you into a scene into my bedroom with my wife a couple nights ago. Okay, this yeah. is really good thing we're not on the radio. This is a podcast. I suppose you could say whatever, whatever you want to say. Um Go, go ahead, take us where we didn't think we'd go. I thought, whoa. But I'm sitting there, and we're laying in bed, and we're talking, and I start saying all these things. And, you know, I'm like, well, what? Okay, what if someone tests positive? And then, you know, okay, so then are you all the people who they came in contact with, do they all have to sit out? And then how many, are they out for two weeks? So, I mean, two weeks in a football season, I mean, that's a long time. And then are they just going to not work out for that two weeks, all this stuff? So, literally, I went on this, like, passionate, like, rant, and... Kim just goes, babe, I don't care. I'm going to bed. And she shut off her light. And I was like, everybody's got plantate test positive for coronavirus. <laughs> but that's just, I guess the point of that story was to let you into my bedroom, if you know what I mean. Whoa. But the point of that story was to, when, Chick, when you start talking this stuff out, you just start, you know, saying, okay, well, this and then that. Before you know it, you talk yourself into a dead end. Yes. 
You know, like yeah. you talk yourself into, well, crap. All of a sudden you literally are just, oh boy. Well, I don't know. I mean, because again, okay, so Adrian Martinez tests positive. Okay, well, what happens to can't like, okay, so he's out for two weeks. Okay, that's a problem. And then by being out for two weeks, he is not working out at all for two weeks. And then he's, you know, like, I just don't understand how all this works. And it was in the quarterback room. Was Luke McCaffrey in that quarterback room? Have they shook hands uh, in the previous week? Let me tell you, thank God they're operating out of the shotgun or my man Cam Jurgens would have to get tested. Hashtag hands on the hiney, if you know what I mean. Ah! I don't think anyone's ever used the hashtag hands on the hiney before. But <laughs> first of all, first of all, you don't need to finish it with if you know what I mean. We know we know Cam Jerkins at least last year played center. Who knows if he will this year? But hey, here's the here's the joke that you missed. Hey, if Cam Jurgens gets coronavirus, you won't need to worry about Adrian Martinez getting it because he won't touch the football after the snap. Yes! Yes! All right. Can we not poke Hashtag fun high at, ter- at, at high snaps? All right. Now, listen. Everybody's got to play until they test positive for high snaps. <laughs> you, are, you now have added Mike Tyson to the repertoire. Just some quality individuals that you've got uh, impersonations for. Okay. Um, I'm sorry about Anyway, so yes, uh, it's it's yeah, it's not if you talk but yourself when. into a dead end. I don't know what you do, shit. Yeah, what do you, I, so I'm with you. you. I'm do? totally with you. Football yeah, you is do? going to start. Will it conclude? I I don't know because when I play out the when I'm laying in bed with my wife and I'm thinking about things, if you know what I mean. Hashtag hands on the haney, if you know what I mean. No, I thought whoa. <laughs> when I don't I'm, know if that's. <laughs> When I'm thinking about these things, I, I can't. You using hashtag hands on the hiney in bed. I'm starting to connect the dots as to why Kim says I don't care and turns off the light. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Exactly. You think Kim hands on the hiney? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> she Melissa Joan Hart's. Yeah, she, she Clarissa explains it all to me. Like nobody's like nobody's biz. But yeah, I don't know. A, I'll turn the light off for you. All right. <laughs> We'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> um, but it's in that vein. And again, we don't want to go uh, too long on this. But yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll see what happens is a great way to uh, That's a great give way a real to... definitive answer. Yeah, it is what it is. And we'll see where it goes. You know, <laughs> got to stay. It's a fluid situation. We'll see what happens. At the end of the day, it is what it is. And we'll see what happens. I couldn't have said it better. All right. But it's in that vein about sickness that we do this. Very awkward segue to an email here from Josh. This was back on May 6th. And the title of, well, I won't even read the title. I'm just going to read the email. It says, hey, guys, super thrilled to see you guys back together doing a pod. I used to listen to you a ton when I was in college at UNL and always enjoyed listening to your Friday segments on Game Time. Your show is a huge reason I joined the journalism college. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to this week's podcast yet, but I was wondering if you guys remember or still have access to the following drop. I remember hearing it for the first time on playback from one of the Game Time segments about four or five years ago. I think it came from the Schick and Nick show, but I can't remember for certain. All I remember was it was a guy sneezing and and then saying, excuse me, I'm sorry about that. 
Your guy's reaction to that drop was hysterical. I was working for 1011 out of Lincoln at the time and was driving to shoot highlights of a Norris High School football game. I had to pull over to the side of the road because I was laughing so hard. Anyways, thanks again for reviving this, and I'm looking forward to future episodes. Cheers, Josh. First of all, a couple of things about that. One is people always say, remember, like these drops, you, you remember where you were. No, you don't think about his, you know, American history. Where were you when? Where were you? No, it's where were you when a drop of a sneeze was played during the Shikinik show. This is one of my personal, you know, everybody, I understand, you know, everybody's got their, their drops that are just for whatever reason near and dear to your heart. You understand they're not a cotton candy. They're not a going to hurt recruiting, but this Jason Cole sneeze is one of my personal favorites. Jason Cole, who was writing for Yahoo Sports at the time, and I'm too lazy to uh, Google exactly what he's doing now. I, I really don't know. Um, but he came on and he sneezed during the interview. And it's sell- all I remember is I have not, I just clicked on this segment and we're going to play it and listen to it together for the first time in about eight years. <laughs> The only thing I remember is that it sounded like he put the phone down his throat and sneezed and then apologized for it. Okay. Let's listen together. This is, it's titled The Sneeze of Jason Cole, (laughs) January 16th, 2012. Uh, And I believe this is the segment following the sneeze because we didn't have time to address the sneeze during the interview, but we sure as heck did afterwards. Jason Cole of Yahoo Sports. What do you think of Eli's performance? He's, he's had a fantastic season. He's he's finally put himself in the top five or six uh, on a consistent basis. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. Um, All right. I'm fighting the uh, the typical playoff cold. Eric says the sneeze. Can, can, can you pull that sneeze out as a drop for me? And Let's it, listen to the first sneeze from a guest on the show. I mean, and that was right into the phone. Oh man, he just. He blew the game up, boy. That was right into the phone. Pull the phone away. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. That's like a horror movie sound. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But I've never heard a guy sneeze his face off during an interview. He sneezed his John Travolta Nick Cage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not that funny. I don't know why I'm laughing there. Excuse me, I'm sorry. About that. <laughs> I mean, Dang. I thought though, the it's one- like the brontosaurus that sneezed on Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, are you really going to the one where they're resting in the tree? Yeah! You're really referencing <laughs> Jurassic Park. You know what I'm talking I thought about? It was a brachiosaurus. Was it? Was it? Brontosaurus. <laughs> brachiosaurus. <laughs> it almost sounds like batting practice. <laughs> Three-two pitch to Jason Cole. Is that Darren Erstad taking licks in the cage? <laughs> Eric says Jason Cole's phone is wet. Wet. Yeah, right. I, mean, when, um, I mean, soaking wet. <laughs> I thought it's funny because sometimes you have guests on. I like to just preface questions with a lot of in, like a lot of my commentary. Right. If you, want, you can notice that. But if you go to go to go to the oh my gosh, what just happened? <laughs> Shane, go to the first stop. Go to the first mark. Listen. <laughs> Listen, listen to this. This is my first question. He, like, he was ready to answer the question. That's kind of... No. Go... <laughs> Shane, I will strangle you with my microphone wire. Shane? Stop. Shane? Go to the first part. It shows up. You know what? We're going to be taking off the year. I'm not kidding. 
Shane, go to the first one. This is what this is what it sounded like when I asked a question. <laughs> Shane, I'm being, I'm being serious. Shane, please. Let's take a break so we can get back on clock. We have two segments left, and uh, I don't want to waste them like we did this last one. Jeff says, please stop laughing. I'm working on a 25-foot ladder, and I'm laughing so hard at you laughing. I have tears in my eyes, and I can't see what the heck I'm doing. Great show, guys. That's from Jeff. I don't, the last thing I want to do is cause a death yeah. or paralysis Sorry, because of, of people working on ladders. Uh, we are in a comfortable studio. I'm sitting down. No one else is sitting in a studio right now but us listening to this show. So we need to be conscious of that. Oh. I'm crying all over again. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, 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 so I kind of cut you off there. I would like you to finish that off. Could you do a little play-by-play of baseball with yeah. a pitch coming in? And then yes. I will finish it off eight years later here. Let's do this. And the 3-2 pitch to Erstad on the way. <laughs> Swung on and hit deep. Fly ball to left center field. Gone. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that was... Um... Oh, why was that? I don't know. I understand that that's not that funny, but that's the funniest sneeze I've ever heard in my entire life. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. It's... Uh, and I think we refer to him as Jason Cold. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but um, He dismantled again. his phone. He needed to go to the iPhone store after that, and I need a new phone. What happened? Let me tell you what happened. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. We just soaked. Yeah. Has this phone ever been wet? No. <laughs> Clearly, the uh, marking would indicate otherwise. Are you sure? No. no. What did you do? Well. <laughs> All right. I don't think his phone has worked since, so <sighs> please uh, figure that out. Crikey, so, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way to, to end it right there. Again, we talked about college football. Are they coming back? And then we talked about needing to social distance from a guy who has a sneeze like that. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Jason Cole goes out in public these days and lets one of those rip. Everybody's running out of the store. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. Let's uh, we'll we'll end the show here with uh, Jason Cole sneezing and then Tom Brady apologizing for Jason Perfect. Cole. We will we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for being with us. Of course, always rate the podcast, give us some uh, nice reviews, and uh, email us laugh at chickendick.com. Follow us on Twitter. Do the Facebook stuff. Share the pod. Let's grow grow the brand, huh, Jason? Sorry about that. <laughs>